back, everybody, to When in Kanto, Episode 5. And tonight, we have a spicy one. It's all about rip and ships. What they are, who does them, why do they do them, what's good and bad about them, and what your thoughts are on them. And tonight, we have an awesome group of the tribe joining us. And Jason will be jumping on here in the next couple of minutes. Now, for those of you who do not know what a rip and ship is, uh, for those listening to this in the future as a recording, a rip and ship. A rip and ship is in the Pokemon or you know any of the TCG collectible games today is where individuals purchase uh, booster packs and, and different products potentially as sealed products. And the person that is ripping them is doing so live and they do it live. And typically there's a comment section and there's a limited number of spots for the rip and ships. And the point of them is typically to just have some hype around a product. That is kind of why they started. Now, rip and ships are super fun. In my opinion, I, we uh, at the Elite Pokebox, we do uh, a few rip and ships, not a ton, but when we do them, we have an absolutely amazing time because we get to hang out with every single collector in the tribe that is just loving the, uh, the, the hobby right now. And we have so much fun. It's super exciting. The energy is super high. And the, uh, the, the moment we pull bangers from the packs, uh, and we see the chat go wild. It is such a rewarding experience for us. But a lot of times what we don't ask and what we don't find out is, you know, what is, what's been, what's the excitement for you? You know, why do you participate in rip and ships? Now, what I'm going to do is, uh, it's actually the first question. And, uh, and the question is going to be, have you taken part in rip and ships that aren't Elite Pokebox rip and ships. Uh, that's the first question that I'm going to be asking. And I'm going to be pulling in uh, the first caller right now. And we're jumping in quick to the calls because, like I said, tonight is all about you and understanding what you guys love, hate, or you know, are indifferent about the rip and ship life. So I'm going to be pulling in a uh, uh, let's see, Richard. Here we go. Richard, you are on. Cool. I got hey, it figured Richard. this time, boys. <laughs> oh, baby. There we Look go. Look at that. You are live. And, and, and no hiccups. <laughs> right? <laughs> rip you know? Ripping ships. Ripping ships. So yeah. the first question is, have you taken part in a ripping ship other than the Elite Pokebox ripping ship? The answer to that is yes. Um I kind of have mixed feelings when it comes to ripping ships. And the reason that I have mixed feelings when it comes to it is because it's a great way for the community to bond as a community. However, a lot of uh, ripping ships, it's uh, they kind of just get down to business. Uh, you open up the product and then ship the product. Uh, it, it, can be pretty Im impersonal and i think that when you lose the community dynamic it's just not worth the time 
Got it. Okay. So you're so you're saying that the the ripping ships when they are purely to get the pack opened, you feel not not valuable to you or potentially missing something. Well, and I do, and I do, and I do believe that there's plenty of them that are that way. In fact, uh, I just recently participated in one that was very much that way. But I mean, take a look mm-hmm. at unli- unlisted leaf. Is that not the same thing? Yeah, and in, and there's a lot. I don't know if you if you partake in Twitch. Um, have you popped into Twitch in the Pokemon TCG category recently? I have. It's all ripping ships. Yes, and the bit and see where Elite Pokebox does it right in comparison to uh, some of these other guys is it's not necessarily about uh, the, uh, the personality profit of it. It's uh, it's about the community the community building. Uh, most of these people who are ripping ship doing the ripping ships, they're looking to gain something from it. Where uh, it, with the EPB, with us uh, at the Elite Pokebox, the, the, our best deal is typically the rip and ship. Uh, yeah, right? So yeah. It, mm-hmm. for the case of the tribe, it's more of a member appreciation. Than it is, uh, it, than it is a rip and ship. It's a, it's more focused and geared towards the community bonding than it is towards actually getting product out there. I mean, and yep. and to me, there is a value, an intrinsic value that is placed upon that. That I think that. Uh, it adds to the impersonal, uh, impersonalist of a lot of these other rip and ships. I don't think that all rip and ships are impersonal. I think there's some really good community. And uh, what Leonhard did there with the Shadowless ba- uh, base set box just recently was incredible. Right? Uh, did you get? Did you catch that? And that was the that was the uh, his co- his new company or his new partnership. Yeah, the rare, rare, candy. rare candy. Yeah, yeah. I did get to watch that. I, I did watch it. Mm-hmm. It it was incredible. And I mean, there's no doubt that he can't communicate on a level that like what we're doing right now. Right. On the other hand, he has an energy and a an approach to the appreciation of the cards in the community that is, um, wouldn't say it's necessarily self-serving. It's more doing service to everybody, right? To the community, to himself, to the himself as the creator himself as a pro- the profiteer and also to to the loyalty of his fan base agreed agreed and you bring up a really good point and it's actually the next point which is um and you, you mentioned it right it rip and ships can be impersonal they can be personal they can be uh you know at a discounted rate bringing on savings to the community they can be at an exorbitantly higher price uh that extended to the community and it it, it all comes down to the kind of the motive uh behind the, the rip and ship uh right um well and that's 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 the 
the whole point here. Rip and ship is such a interesting dynamic to the community that uh, the community never really had until, yeah, I would say fairly recent in the last five or so years here, right? Uh, and when mm-hmm. you bear that in mind, that it is a pretty recent development to the community, it's also brought the community to, on a uh, global level uh, in ways of unity. But it's also done a major disservice to the community in certain ways as well. I mean, it's half a dozen, one dozen of the other, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The the breakdown between the reasons you, you have a point doesn't seem equal. Uh, and a lot of times you're going to have 12 to 1 ratio or a 10 to 1 ratio potentially of ripping ships that are done quickly are stuffed full of, of packs versus doing it for something greater than just the, some whole parts of, of the person opening or the people involved in the opening. Well, and there's also something else to bear in mind. You and I both work in, uh, or we uh, own businesses and in industry and uh, in the differences and the similarities of the industries that we're in. Uh, one of those things is happens to be customer service. Because uh, you know, we both know mm-hmm. uh, more than anybody, any time that you do something where you stick your neck out and you put yourself out there, you're always going to have people who are going to be very happy with it. And you're always going to have people who are very, very miserable with it. And, you know, unfortunately, in the in the sense of cards, for example, uh, people... Uh, are trying to take their there are people that come in to try to take their value in what's pulled or there's other people uh for example uh warren who's been uh, a member since day one along with uh several other guys right where they take a value in the community that's provided and they want to be a part of Mm -hmm. that community and that essentially is where the separation uh, uh, can exist. Uh, but that's all dependent on your consumer. You, you're never, you, unfortunately, you're never going to please everybody. Now, however, there are things that you do that, that Elite Pokebox does or that I would do to appease to my customers so that my customers feel that they are happy or they gain something from it whether that something from it happens to be profitable or equitable in their eyes or in or they're entertained right they've they've Mm -hmm. they've Mm -hmm. accomplished and they've gained something from it whereas in the situation that happened that we discussed last week or yeah last week we in regards to unlisted leaf there was nothing to be gained by the way that that was done. And that inherently could be very, very damaging to a community. And it, and it was very damaging to him. He quit over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. so I believe I, 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 like I said, rip and ships are one of those things where it's like, you know, uh, they can be, if done the right way, they can be a very beneficial part of the community, but they can also be a very detrimental part of the community as well. 
Awesome. Yeah. I knew, I knew you were going to have great feedback. I knew you had some experience outside of just elite poker box open ships and you bring up some really good points. Uh, and I appreciate you coming on and sharing them, Richard, as always. And I'm actually going to be jumping into that next question here. And it's actually going to piggyback right off of you. So you've done a great job at segueing us into the next piece. <laughs> no problem, guys. No problem. Richard, thank you again for jumping in, Richard. And uh, feel free to jump back into call queue. And then we might be able to pick you up again here on the back half. So sounds great. Yeah, and then don't forget, guys. Uh, like I said, at the end of this, we're gonna be picking up. We're gonna be picking up five people uh, to do the one pack magic. And Richard, I know you like that one pack magic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't. It didn't exactly fare well the last time. Not, not not for you last time, but a lot of people. I think someone got like the Charizard one pack magic. From this. <laughs> what was the deal with the Charizards in the last opening? By the listen, way, listen. Sometimes, six. and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get into that actually. Six 25th anniversary Charizards in 250 packs. Ripping ships might have six. some magical properties to them. I don't know, but it's gonna be one of my questions. <laughs> no, that was that was nuts. <laughs> Absolutely, but all right, Richard. Thank you again. Talk talk, talk to you soon, guys. Talk soon. Hey, hey, hey. I'm in. Hey. Sorry, Mr. Richard. Jason's here. <laughs> All right. All right. So, Jason, you, I bet you, you've at least been listening. Ripping ships. We're talking ripping ships. And uh, Richard brings, you know, kind of some, summed it up. There's a bunch of variants of it. A lot a lot of ways to rip and ship. Some, some you know, all kinds of ways. Uh, you know, we'll quote unquote say some potentially wrong, some right, but um the go ahead yeah, i feel no yeah i mean uh, i was just listening patiently i actually uh was uh gonna a little two cents there uh to me i feel like they uh i feel like they're like the let's play of like the tcg community mixed with like uh the influencer receiving product uh and reviewing it i feel like it's like this hybrid there and then uh, its own animal where it also is fueled by the customer sometimes and not all the times, but, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, like, so I, I've, I've, yeah, totally TCG yeah. in the world TCG. It is the let's play, right? You can't, you know, other than actually watching people play the TCG. <laughs> well, no, I meant like, uh, you know, there's a uh, rip and ships where they're ripping and shipping for you. And then, uh, sometimes you, you know, one could call a rip and ship that, you know, they give away all the hits of free mm-hmm. and ship, right? So that's all I meant by like uh, they they have their own kind of their own kind of a uh, new breed there. So yeah, there's tons of ways to, to do them for sure. And um, one of the questions that I was going to ask in uh, to, to the next caller is uh, ripping ships have are ton multifaceted, tons of reasons to do them, uh, and I wanted to get. Uh, a perspective of someone uh, around what is, and a lot of times, what is their thoughts on ripping ships when typically they're light, they're slightly more expensive. The most typical one, they're slightly more expensive than if you bought the pack at at a store, right? You could probably go on TCG Player and pick up a uh, Chilling Rain Booster Pack for three ninety nine or three ninety five. Uh, you know, go on Elite Poke Box, pick up booster packs for, you know, $3 and, and, and 25 cents, $3.50 uh, for some of the more common product that's out there. But if you go rip and ship, 
it is most of the time more expensive. The question is, is it okay in from your perspective as the person getting the pack rip and sh- ripped to be shipped? Is it okay to pay a little bit more because of the fact that you get to open it alongside uh, all the other individuals that are live that love the same hobby you love and that it is exponentially more time consuming to do the rip and ship because it's not the same thing. And Jason knows this better than anyone probably Uh, shipping out sealed product from an order is grab box, put box in box, wrap box, (laughs) label box, ship it out with rip and ships. You have to commit to putting together the rip and ship list, preparing all the packs, the car, the top loaders, the penny sleeves, the time commitment of doing the rip and ship, uh, the whole nine, it is a much more uh, time-consuming uh, uh, fulfillment process. And for people who don't have an online store or, an e- or, or a physical store in LGS, is it okay to be paying a little bit more knowing that there's more that goes into ripping ships? Now, Jay, do you want to you touch on something before I bring in the next caller in regards to that? Uh, no, I mean, you said it plain and simple uh they take up time they take up you know the logistics you also want to you're handling other people's pulls um so you're also just uh from a mental standpoint you're like oh this is someone else's like gold already i need to take care of it um so so yeah i mean that's what's in it uh especially if you're doing a large set Usually a lot of ripping ships are like, you know, we're busting 300 packs. Like it's a lot of packs to then pack up and make sure the right people get the right stuff. So um, not much to add though. All right. All right. We're going to be bringing in the next caller, Lucas, famous for his profile picture from the last time we were live. Uh, And the question again is, is it okay? Do you find it okay? Are you totally happy with the fact that some ripping ships, most ripping ships are a little more expensive? Take into consideration that it's more than just shipping sealed product. Sorry, and you are live, Lucas. Hi. Um, so with ripping ships being more expensive, I don't exactly enjoy it, but I can see why they're more expensive. I mean, you're not just paying for cards. You're not just paying for shipping. You're paying for the experience. Like you don't get any physical value out of riding a roller coaster, but you know, you get the experience. You don't get to like keep a movie you go see in the theater, but you get the experience. Whereas with ripping ships, you kind of get both. So when people look at it from, Oh, I'm getting experience or I'm getting physical value. It's hard to justify the price when you're not, getting the middle of the Venn diagram look here when you're not getting the seeing both sides. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like you could, you know, buy a pack and then buy more packs and then stream these and then grow to be such a big streamer. And yes, you could, at that point, then you could do your own rubber ships. And at that point, you won't have to pay for rubber ships. But as someone like, let's say you don't have a lot of time on your hands, you don't want to go into the streaming, but you still want to be with people you love and people who share the same love of this hobby for you rip and ships could be a great thing for you you can interact with others you can do this thing that you love with others who also love doing this thing it's it's 
like I said, it's an experience. Like it's it's an original experience, but when you look at it as, oh, these people are buying Pokemon cards, opening my packs and shipping them to me, and I'm having to pay an extra three bucks on top of this when I could just go buy my own. When you look at it like that, yeah, of course it's gonna be a bad deal. But when you look at it, you know, this person is opening my pack in front of millions of people, you know, shipping this out to me, you know, giving me my own special hits, giving me my own cards that I pay for, but they open for me. They, this experience that they gave to me and millions of other people, you know, when you look at it like that, that's something that you can't really put a price on. I agree. Yeah, that's a, that is a really good point. Uh, and it's, uh, and it actually hits exactly on what we think about rip and ships that they're, they're not about just the cards you're going to pull. It's the people you get to pull with in the, in the, in the comments, in the chat, as well as the people actually opening the packs. It's the fact that it, um, they, it's recorded normally and then up forever. If you ever want to go back to see that moment, that you tore it, let's that your pack was open, that you pulled a 25th anniversary Charizard uh, out of one pack magic that is immortalized on YouTube or Twitch. Well, Twitch they deletes it after a while, but on YouTube, it is forever. Uh, and it'll never disappear. And you can always go back to that moment, that timestamp, and experience it all over again and see what the chat did in response because the chat states are all saved and it really is uh, an experience. But Lucas, awesome, uh, really, really good uh, viewpoint, and I really appreciate you ju- appreciate you jumping into the callers uh, and, yeah. and and coming on. Lucas, I don't know uh, if you know this about Thank you so me, much, but I love it. Like, I don't want to say analogies, but analogies. So, like, you comparing uh, uh, into a roller coaster ride or watching the movie, like the entertainment value. Uh, loved it. That was a very good analogy. I actually really liked it too. I was like, yeah, that is kind of like it. You're on the roller coaster ride and it's fleeting and it disappears. But when you're all said and done, it's like you get the picture that you take on the roller coaster sent to your house. You know, like those, those candid photos of you screaming when you're going down the roller coaster, but in the form of your packs. Yeah. And uh, I think, John, I think you and I have spoken about this in the past too. I've seen, you know, some streamers be on. I guess I want to say like interviews and, you know, folks who aren't in, let's say the Twitch scene or the YouTube streamer scene. And, you know, uh, I'd say like mainstream media, they'll ask questions like, you know, why does someone, you know, subscribe to you or, or donate to you live um, uh, during, during a stream and uh, their, their feedback was straight up, you know, it's like, it's just saying here and you get a shout out uh, and to your point where you said like, you know, you get immortalized, like it's just, I, I can ask you to say, you know, my name, give me a shout out. You know, you know, we say it all the time. Someone says like throw some squid energy in there and we tell everyone throw squid energy in there. Um, So uh, for sure. I think that is all encompassing. Yep. 100%. 100%. All right, Lucas, thank you once again. Stay tuned. We're going to be pulling one pack magic tonight live from the listeners. Uh, I'm excited. So you can come and join.
uh, in on the November um, live packs, member appreciation packs, if you are to win one of the one-pack magic spots. So uh, thank you once again. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. All right. Now, we've taken two individuals from the call queue that have participated in Ripperships and have, and, and have point of views on Ripperships. But the Ripperships don't exist without those ripping and shipping. So uh, we're going to be talking next about the value of a ripping ship to the individual or individuals ripping and shipping those products. Now, and Jason, you can totally chime in here, uh, but the the value of a rip and ship when it comes to Elite Pokebox is is pretty it's pretty simple. It's we get the group of people we serve, the members of the tribe, and it's a way for us to bring them all together and provide value to them and have fun, right? Because the whole reason we enjoy this hobby is it's nostalgic, it's fun, it brings us back. And it's it, it, and it, there's no better way than to do that with a massive group of people, um, and and there's there's really no wrong way of ripping and shipping unless it's exorbitant. Um, but uh, what I want to know is outside of uh, people like Jason and I and those that are leave Pokebox doing the ripping ships for our reasons. What is another reason? Or another reason you do ripping ships? And luckily, we do have. Sam Bush Sr. in the call queue, and I believe he's just done his first ever ripping ship on Twitter on uh, Twitch. So I'm going to be bringing in Sam Bush Sr. and Jason. You can chime in on your point of view of ripping ship and why we do it. While I bring him in, uh, I mean you you've captured the community aspect to it. Uh, I'm going to throw in my little two cents of the individual aspect to it. It's all on the selfish side. Uh, you, you get to you get to open packs and you get to, you, I mean, you've said it this whole time, like every now and then on your stream, you're like, I love this fleeting high of experiencing with you guys. And I get to see, you know, I personally have pretty bad luck. Except when we're pulling for the tribe. <laughs> Except for when pulling for the tribe. So, you know, to experience pulling alternate art uh, is dope. Um, so I, yeah, I'm just putting that out there. Uh, that's the selfish, uh, part of, you know, doing a ripping ship in my opinion, as you, you get to, you get to see those cards coming out of the pack, uh, when you feel like you never get it on your own. And I, maybe to be honest, uh, as Richard pointed out about our stream, uh, last Thursday, the, the opposite could be said too. It's like, you know what? I always do pretty bad. I need John to open all my packs. <laughs> hmm. So it's the magic hands, man. Right? I can't fight the magic hands. I'm sorry. All right, Zach, I think you are in. Yes, sir. What's up guys. Hey, 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 what's going on? Nothing much, man. So yeah, I mean, I've kind of like, I've opened packs for like a few people before that last stream, but like, I was like the last time I did the stream was kind of like my first like official rip and ship. I mean, it's, it was kind of like, I guess the reason why I did it was kind of mostly just for like community because I mean, I open up a lot of packs and I wasn't really doing any rip and ships. It was kind of just like sub goals in between during my Twitch streams. And then I just kept having viewers and viewers like, you know, how do you get so many of these packs? You know, where are you getting them from? I want to open some. And I kind of almost got, you know, they kind of almost hustled me into 
basically finding packs for them. And then I would tell them, oh, you know, here, I'll ship the box to you, whatever. I, I got a box of this, whatever. And they'd be like, nah, I want you to open it on stream. I, I think it'd be more fun that way. And basically, my like my community almost kind of, not made me, but like they they gave me the idea. They, they yeah, kind of made kinda forced you. my hand and like, <laughs> no, you're going to buy the packs and then you're going to open them for us and you're going to send it to us. So, okay, that's fine. And it ended up being like a huge hit. And, you know, like, um, what's it called? Jason was saying like, I mean, I I do pretty well in my polls, I think. But man, I opened one ETB for some, yeah, one ETB, and I got a, the the gold Mew, the Zard, the Blastoise, like all in one ETB. And I'm like, holy cow! If that was my ETB, I would have got none of that. <laughs> <laughs> Clefas for everyone. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like I don't know. It's like I mean, that's one of the reasons that I did it was I mean, like I just seen the value of like you know. And it's like a lot of people just, you know, I try to help people so much. I try to get people to come to, you know, the leak Pokebox website, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, I don't know, you know, some people just work too much. You know, some people don't have the time to get out there. But, you know, sometimes in those late streams, you know, when everyone's off work, not doing anything, they're just like, hey, you know, rip some packs for me. I'm like, okay, I mean, I'm not going to say no. And it's not like I charge, you know, you know, a crazy price or anything because it's usually just like a few people. And like, you know, they actually kind of ask me like for specific stuff. And then I kind of like go out there and find it for them and then do it for it. So. It's pretty. It's pretty fun time. Yeah, it is a great time, and especially if you have already like you have a community already on on Twitch, and so it is. It is really really fun to be able to pull cards for people. You know, in essence, that are your friend, right? They to hang out with you all the time. Oh yeah, you guys have yeah. all the inside jokes. Uh, everybody's busting on each other, and now you have this added little uh, added little thing where it's like, hey. I'll rip some packs. You get to enjoy it with all of your friends that are on chat right now. And uh, we'll bust on you if you right. pull nothing. <laughs> and we'll be here hyping you up when you pull fire. Yeah, absolutely. And they always they always make fun of me because uh, in VGC, I, I tend to have really terrible luck when I'm playing competitive battles. But then when mm -hmm. I open everyone else's packs, I have such great luck. And they always tell me I should just stick the pack openings because uh, I, I do better for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That yeah. is funny. So a uh, quick question uh, for you. Now, with the rip and ship, uh, is there any part of the rip and ship? So you, you know we used to do the rip and ships on Twitch, right? Right. And we moved off of Twitch to YouTube because, right, one, yeah. uh, YouTube is a more used app in essence. But two was the VOD, the video on demand. The fact that it disappears after X amount of days forever and that Twitch has the worst VOD replay rates. Right of any app. <laughs> yeah, um, that's why we switched over to YouTube. Do you feel like you're missing something by not potentially being able to get that video on demand to live forever potentially? Or is it like, yeah, that's not really con contemplated yet. So, I mean, I, I think I feel that in a way from like a content creation, it does suck. Um, I, what I tend to do now is I take uh, clips and I upload them to TikTok when I get a good poll. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I think that's going to probably be that my move because it does suck from the content creator point of view. But I think because like I have like my community is not like huge or anything. So nine out of 10 times, I mean, most of everyone's talking about it in like the discord or something like that. So like, I don't think they care like too much about it, but I think from like a rip and ship mm -hmm. or content creator side, it does, it does suck because I mean, you want to see like, you know, if you're pulling gold views and zards for people, you, know, you want people to see that it's, you know, type it's awesome. So that, that does suck. And I'm trying to find ways around it because I don't necessarily want to switch from Twitch right now. I mean, I would consider it in the future because it's not like I'm stuck to that platform. But, you know, I have a small base and they're all very like committed to like being on Twitch. So I wouldn't want to lose what I have now, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah, and Twitch, Twitch does have its own mystique. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like when we were on Twitch, it definitely has like this aura about it, hundred uh, yeah. percent. Um, but you know, it's it, you do really well. You can do apparently if you learn how to do them. Yeah, if you ever manage yeah. to learn how to do them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I just like the UI better on Twitch. I don't know. Like I just like the Twitch app. Like I just like the. Uh, I don't know. Just like the viewer experience for me, I have a hard time. And like, I don't know, like on YouTube, it's kind of hard for like, unless you're like getting the go live notification, I feel like it's hard to find like who's live on your feed. Maybe I'm just dumb and don't use YouTube enough, but I always struggle to find like, I don't know, like if people are live on YouTube, I don't know. Like obviously on Twitch, if anyone goes live, I get a notification to the phone or obviously everyone on Twitch is live. So like, I don't know. It feels like a little like, Wait, have you not been getting our YouTube notifications? Well, no, I no, I, I think I am. But I'm saying, like, outside of that notification, I feel like if I just like go on the app, I just don't know like mm-hmm. what YouTubers yeah. live or if they're live versus like Twitch. Obviously, you know, it's pretty clear. <laughs> I don't even think YouTube yet knows how to how, how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest here. Yeah. YouTube's enough. trying to figure out who it is. It doesn't know if it's TikTok, Twitch, or YouTube anymore. Yeah, with the YouTube shorts and stuff. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going in a bunch of directions. I think they'll eventually figure it out. You know, I think as it, you know, more time goes on, you know, it'll probably end up surpassing Twitch at some point, I think, because Twitch has a ton of problems. Like, Twitch is not the best platform by any means. But for for what it is, it is, it is it, I don't mm-hmm. know, in my opinion, I still have the most enjoyable time on Twitch. Yeah, it, absolutely. Especially, especially when you have a, a niche audience there, right? It may, it means, yeah. it, it means all, the world of difference when you've got your, your all your people there, right, to hype you up and, and be there on your on your lives. Right, for sure. But awesome, man! Appreciate you very much for coming in, joining in the call queue. Thanks, uh, I, I definitely wanted to get your perspective because I know you had done your first rip and ship, and I wanted to see how how it went, how you felt about it, and why you uh, did it. Yeah, it's a fun time. I just uh, couldn't imagine opening 300 packs. <laughs> or, or, or 436 <laughs> packs when we uh, when we go live for the Fusion Strike one. Because that's oh my 436 gosh. packs. We're probably going to do it in two nights because doing it all in one night is always like a grind. It's like four and a half hours. My throat starts giving out on me. I get the Red Bull wears out. The Red Bull wears off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the last hour and a half is usually like, oh, man, my back is like destroyed. So we're probably going to break it up into two nights. <laughs> going forward. Yeah, that, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. All right, guys. But, well, thanks for having right, me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks again, Zach. All right. So the perspective of another rip and shipper. You know, Zach does it because he was almost forced to get into it. You know, his community asked him to come and do that for for them, and uh, and he obliged. He did it, and he enjoys it, and he and he likes bringing that value uh, to everybody. And and like Jason said, for those rip and shippers who enjoy the hobby, it's almost like a free way to get the the hype for the rip and shipper of pulling heat and then being able to ship it off. You know, they don't get to keep it, which, you know, sometimes I have to pry the, the hits out of Jason's hand. They're like, no, Jason, they're not your hits. Let go. And- Dude, you don't understand <laughs> how hard it is. No, 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 you don't have to pry it out of my hand. But when we do that crazy, those crazy pulls for the tribe, like the collective of our hits, I have yet to... I've thought about it. I've had like 
probably hours on end being like, how in the world could I possibly take a photo of everyone's hits and not mess anything up in the ship part of the ripping ship? And you know, it would make for good Instagram content to take pictures of everybody else's hits. <laughs> So, uh, you know, not in like days or anything. Um, I actually will have an announcement at the end of this for anyone who, for all the folks who, uh, when you make your fusion strike announcement, I would have made an announcement too, um, in regards to our ripping ships. Uh, but for sure, that's always been a thing for me. I'm just like, I just want like a tribe binder, uh, to be able to like remember everything we've pulled for the tribe. The, yeah. The tribe master set, right? One day we'll for sure. One day we'll figure out the tribe master set. <laughs> we have the technology. We have the tech, sorta, sorta. We kind of have the. We know we it exists. The- we don't have access to it yet. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So ripping ships um, are uh, the, the the last question, main question of the night, right? Ripping ships. There's good. There's bad. There's indifferent. There's ones that are less than MSRP, ones that are MSRP, ones that are more than MSRP. And there's a whole bunch of reasons behind it, all the way from you know wanting to just rip packs with your friends online, which is you know like the tribe, our friends, and just have fun in doing it, to making a business out of it, like some of the professional ripping shippers, you know, quote unquote professional ripping shippers on Twitch and YouTube, and uh, and everything in between. But the last question uh, about rip and ship is uh, it's been going on for the last, you know, five, six years. I, I think when evolutions hit its huge stride, it was kind of like the birth of rip and ship. And it was like a small, small community on Facebook groups that would go Facebook live. That was how they did it. And they would do rip and ships and there would be like a piece of paper with the, the pack and the price and you would rip and ship and you pay on PayPal, et cetera, et cetera. And it's become something so much bigger, right? Lee and Hart created a whole company around rare and uh, rip and ships called rare candy. We have our member appreciations and we want to do, we, we you know, we want to do more things live, perhaps not just rip and ships. Cause you know, you know, we don't want to be always, always doing things live that require buy-in. And this is what call, you know, call-in is one of those things where we just go live, we hang out, no money necessary. Um, but the question is, do you think rip and ships are here to stay and grow here to stay and stay kind of flat where they are right now? Or are you going to start seeing, or do you think you're going to start seeing less and less rip and ships as more people can get access to their own product in the store and online? Did you have something to say, Jay? I saw you unmuted. I don't know if you were. <laughs> If it was just hearing you in the background. Uh, no, I had a thought, but it doesn't really pertain to this. It was a fleeting thought. It came and it went. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a fleeting thought in the, in, the, in the concept of how not only did Rip and Ships come exist, to your point, evolve to become a little bit more. Um, I've started seeing, like, I feel like an auction version like there's also a lot of live auctions that'll probably be uh, a, a topic for another day on um, um, like how many auction sites or methods have a don't you steal don't you don't you steal our content future content jay i don't all these right. ideas don't don't grow on trees they grow in my brain and they, i got all to right. rack it well there you go this is why we this is why we get along so well so we will <laughs> say that for another day i thought i saw a version of like an auction 
hybrid with a rip and ship happening. And uh, that's kind of the fleeting thought I had that I was like, this is a lot. So with that, I'll put that, <laughs> you know, away. We're going to put and that, we're going to put that back in the box, put it back put in the box. <laughs> All right. So next up, we're going to pull the next caller in and it's Channy. And it is all about, do you think Rippin' Ships are here to stay? Are they going to get even bigger and better, like with Rare Candy, Leonhardt's company, and all that stuff? Or do you think as more product is being printed and there's just more availability that you'll see the descent of Rippin' Ships down a bit? Coming in, Chani. You are live. Hi guys! <laughs> hey, hey, hey! How's it going? Um, um, well, I personally think that Rip and Ship is going to stay. Um, in my experience, um, I have really bad luck ripping up cards with my boys. But the only Charizard I pulled on celebrations was on a Rip and Ship on Instagram Live. So, um, as much as there's more products out there on the shelves. Again, I still have bad luck going to Target and picking up stuff and GameStop and ordering online, but I think it's going to evolve a little bit, but I think it's going to be here to stay. Got it. And and you actually touched on that. So you feel as though having others do the rip and ship for you leads to better luck. Yes. And plus, you know, the guys that I, you know, do the rip and ship with, they're not in the same state. They're out of state and multi-state. Mm-hmm. And I, maybe it's a mental thing, but I think that having someone else open packages, uh, packs that I purchase is probably better luck than me opening sometimes. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I mean, that's, we, we, we see that all the time in the, in our chat for when we do the member appreciation packs and everything like, you know, it's, it's almost, uh, it's almost like you, and we say it on the live is, you know, and we are messing around, but maybe not so much is you have so many people putting like positive energy on those packs at the same time. They're doing nothing other than watching those cards get open for people in the same communities that, you know, that positive energy you know, it, it, it does, maybe it does do something, right? Right. I, I, I think so. <laughs> like the last one you guys did, I was like, wow, look at all those Charizard. I should have bought some packs. We pulled too many, Char- like almost too many Charizards that night. That was a crazy night. <laughs> so. the, the sad part is that the night I purchased, you didn't pull any Charizards. <laughs> was that the one night we didn't pull any? <laughs> yes, that was the night. <laughs> I was the weird person that bought 12 packs. Oh. <laughs> oh man you know we uh we started getting some piece some some uh some sneaky sneaky members that are doing like they're buying a pack and then they are, are waiting and they're buying like a pack like two hours later so their packs are down the line and then they're buying three packs and then it goes down the line <laughs> it's like there's like a oh. whole there's a whole conspiracy theory now on how to purchase packs to get the hits <laughs> It's all about the rotation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except we, we randomly shuffle everything. So we don't even, it's not even like, and we get stuff from all different kinds of product to try and make it like as random as possible. But um, no, I, I, I agree. Uh, and I, I watch Rip and Ships um, as well when, when I catch them from a bunch of different people that are in the tribe that do it. You know, we have a bunch of different creators in the tribe that do Rip and Ships. And, uh, and we watch them and it, it's always, always, always so much fun 
to watch the ripping ships and get to chat with everybody and just ask questions and get answers. Um, and, and I think, uh, from what you're saying, you agree that the community aspect, as well as the, the ability to get someone else's magic hands, you know, to open up packs leads to sometimes better pills. Exactly. And they might get products that I can't mm-hmm. get. And, um, it's just the excitement of, you know, everybody that's in, you know, the rip and ship live and, um, again, uh, touching bases on the, the energy and it's, 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 it's a lot of fun. It's addicting. It, it is a it is addicting, and there, that's that's something I didn't uh, I didn't even contemplate to put in to the show notes today. Was the you know it, it kind of the maybe potentially addictive quality of a rip? It's like kind of going to the casino, right? It's like pulling the lever, and Pokemon's already kind of an addicting product. Like it's a uh, you know like every time I go to, to to Target, if I spot Pokemon, I always buy a pack or two or three at the actual Target. You know, it's not for lack of having packs. We have a lot of packs here. <laughs> um, but it's it's like you think like maybe that pack at the Target's got my, my, my sleepy Tyranitar sitting in there. <laughs> right. Or I see people, you know, like weighing them. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this pack or that pack. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. No, it, it is. It is a ton of fun. Um, and uh, I appreciate you coming on and uh, being a caller, Jenny. Thank you so much. And uh Hopefully you get one of those one pack magics and inside is some fire. (laughs) Awesome. You know, I'll actually say I'm very surprised. uh, Not so much from our community, but in general, uh, when you do see ripping ships, uh, there isn't a lot of negativity in the sense of, to your point, there's the, I have faith, like I've had luck. This person pulls me great hits. Um, I wonder how many folks out there have tried someone and they got bust and they're like, never again from you, but I'll still try it with someone else. I got to find those hot hands out there for me. (laughs) I got to find out who's got hot hands for me. Like, you know, not, you know, you're not pulling, you're not pulling Charizards for everyone, John. So they're like, you know, well, when I don't pull Charizards, I pull Muse. So I know. <laughs> well, maybe maybe like I'm not in it for the mute, but you know Jim over there seems to always pull Charizards for me. So like uh, you know, to me that would just be a funny, funny topic of you know d- does that does that at all influence uh, you know is that the, you know this is my lucky pair of socks? Uh, it, does it influence oh, my, yeah. uh, rip and ship choice or is it uh, the entertainment value? Uh, you know, does that calculate in with the entertainment value, the person, the community, the price? Um, uh, is, you know, is that a fourth, you know, hidden pillar of uh, the rip and ship choice? Yeah, I mean, I would imagine, you know, anybody would probably say, yeah, I think it probably all is, right? Uh, who is opening the packs is just like when you're at the, you know, when you got the casino uh, and you're on a winning streak and you're like, I physically cannot lose. Um, you know, people might view the ripper as like they're, they're on their, they're on their, their run They're You know, they cannot lose right now. And, and definitely I think the community, um, it plays a part in, in the fact that they choose to come and partake in ripping ships from someone more often than others, because, you know, you, you know, you could be ripping with a bunch of strangers or you could be ripping with a bunch of people who, you know, and that's always more fun as well. 
Um, and then of course it's probably gonna come down to price too, right? If you can rip and ship um for three fifty versus five fifty, I mean you'd have to have a pretty big delta in relationship. And we'll probably we could probably end on that question and pull Richard the last call and then I can I can shut down the the call queue here to to pull the five winners uh, for tonight um of the one pack magic and then jason you can close out too because i know you had something to to say here before we, we do pull the winners uh but i'll pull richard in and it's uh, the qu- last question is would you pay more to ha- have a specific person rip and ship versus another and you can't hurt our feelings uh would you have more would you pay more to have Leonhard do your rip and ships than us? Um, it, it, and would that be would that? Would you take that into consideration in purchases? And I pu- and I pulled in Richard on purpose because I know he he takes part in Leonhard's. <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, I didn't take part yeah. in that. Uh, Two thousand bucks is a little bit beyond my price range, guys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> mine too. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I thought it was awesome, and I was definitely worth the observation, and I was very, I was very entertained. But that being said, I'm it, uh, he's a pretty engaging individual, right? Would mm-hmm. I pay a premium for uh, for a rip and ship based on the personality? Not, and, and- not as a collector. And there's a reason for that. As a collector, I I I I pay to do the rip and ship to be a part of the community. Um, I find that uh, you know, as awesome as Leonhart might be, or as uh, real Breaking Nate, or Unlisted Leaf, or any of the any any of these other guys, as as great as they are. There isn't a whole lot to be gained other than I was a part of something. I mean, like the Logan Paul break there, that was special. It was, uh, but it was about exposure. And the Mm -hmm. most of the people that were a part of that were using that as a platform for exposure. Yeah. I actually saw something about that recently where like, People who took part in that and had a matching like Instagram handle to their name that was pulled live gained like thousands and thousands and thousands of followers. Like one person supposedly, I have not fact checked this, gained like 60,000 followers from that one night. <laughs> well, and that's just it, right? It, it, so for me as a collector, I'm not looking for exposure. I'm looking to enjoy the community and watch the packs get ripped open, have some great conversation, have some laughs, be entertained, have some fun with this. Right. So for me, it's mm-hmm. a, it, it's different, but if I was, uh, uh, for example, Zach there, uh, where I do have a Twitch stream and I have a business that's attached to it, I would want to be a part of that Leonhardt break and I'd want to be an active part or as active as I possibly can. Like Leonhardt's got the NAMI thing right now the for mental health and awareness, which is an amazing charity. And I love the work that he's doing in that regards. Right. Uh, you know, 
he's bringing in other creators to be a part in building in building this uh this break this um what he's doing there right and and there and there's going to be several different creators that are going to come together and do uh openings for nami it's to be involved uh as a content creator and to tie yourself in with a guy who's got two million people uh it, it it's a form of exposure that cannot be replaced and that is going to be very important moving forward particular to your content creators yeah yeah and we i saw the nami um the nami thing and the the 72 creators i believe is is the total number of creators via 236 booster packs uh from two base two boxes um yeah, I always wondered how he selected those creators. That's one thing I've well, always wondered. There was a bit of an applications process. If you watch his videos, he was saying, "Contact me, and we'll talk about it." Yeah, I wonder how. I wonder how accurate that was, though. You know, because sometimes, because if you're trying to do something really good for a cause, right? Some part you're going to leave it to chance, but some part you're going to be like, "Well, I'm going to be fair to all creators," but do I send a booster pack and make this person that has 150 followers part of this? That doesn't really benefit the the cause as much as bringing in a person who has a hundred thousand followers. I think that you, I think that he's got a, he's going to have enough of the hundred thousand. Yeah. He's leaning hard, right? <laughs> you could that, right. That you're going to see a guy like Leonhardt, uh, look at the content community and go, Hmm. I can give some exposure and a leg up to some of these uh, some of these lower guys as well. You're gonna have your real breaking nates, and you're gonna have guy guys like that that are going to be involved as well. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And, and I mean, you're talking about seventy two Pokemon creators. Like there, there's a lot. There's a lot out there, right? Yeah, and we actually tried some. We tried to pull something off similar to how Leon, what Leonhardt did before he did it. And I don't know if you recall when we did the uh, breaks for cancer, where we where where we uh, donated yes. all the profits from yeah. the boundaries crossed. Yeah. Boundaries crossed was incredible. It was great. Yeah, it, we and it, we had we had we had the tribe actually go on like a couple of pages, like Breaking Nate, Frosted, uh, Rev, and it was two others, I believe, and we had them drop hundreds of comments on their posts and we ended up not being able to get a single one to join in on breaks for cancer so we're not done with that we've actually been retooling it to do it again but this time a little different see if we can get a little bit more of the buy-in yeah but keep in mind the exposure is not there yet a uh, at the end of the day, what are you guys first? Are you guys content creators or are you guys uh, a online be a, uh, brick and mortar? Yeah, maybe maybe it's an and. <laughs> maybe it's both. Uh, well, <laughs> the, the whole the whole band. I at least this is where uh, what I'm thinking, and that where you get from what you guys seem to be conveying is, we would like to get our hands dirty in just about everything. Right, 
and, and that's and that's fine and that's uh, that's dandy but uh, uh, as long as and we've talked about this before in the past as long as uh, in the practice of business you don't overextend yourself right mm-hmm. um now we uh one of the things that you have that has been uh, dare i say but great for elite pokebox is you, there were some lessons learned from the floods uh, as horrible as that situation was there was uh, it was a way to you know you, just like recently uh, 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 I had a truck go down where uh, um, I, I had an engine rebuilt done uh about two years ago, and here I am. Uh, a piston went in one of the cylinders, and uh, I'm rebuilding the engine again. You know, so you know you you learn things, and you're able to grow from experience. Which we in the in the end, you move forward, and it becomes better. Yeah, yeah, coming back better and stronger, kind of like the phoenix from the ashes, or or the exactly. whale from the water, because that's exactly. what it feels like. <laughs> well, yeah, it definitely feels like the whale from the water. Let's <laughs> but yeah, you you do you you come back well better than ever, or maybe you've come back and you've uh, you've you've learned something that you didn't know before, uh, oh, yeah. and you gain a- build a second floor. Well, yeah, and you get, but you also gain a different type of respect for what you've been through. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a hundred percent. And then the then and, and I appreciate that that for sure, Richard. And then the last the, the last thing in, in all that is uh, across ripping ships, across you know lessons, across uh, uh, events, and, and and trying to do things with the community. The one thing that we've always taken from uh, at every step of the way is that you can't listen to the news always and you can't follow the hypey trend of bashings and negativity because we've seen that no matter what, the community has still remained like 95% made of awesome, positive collectors, people that love the hobby. And that's been one of the best parts of this whole, the, the whole thing and, and doing the ripping ships is is just there's just so much positivity and fun to be had here, and it's because of collectors like yourself, everybody who t- tuned in already today, and everybody who's listening. You know, just great people. Well, well one of the biggest things you just said there uh, that that's often overlooked, uh, and the bit the the biggest key to what you said there that people have to remember: your customer is your community. Ultimately, uh, above all things, your customer is your community, right? So if you look after your community, whether it be by doing rip and ships, mem- live pack appreciate member appreciations, um, charity uh, charity vintage breaks, uh, um, making sure you have reasonable honest true prices and your uh, and transparency you're going to always continue to have that community base and that community base mm-hmm. uh it's uh, their customers will come and go 
but that community base will follow you through. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, right. So, I mean, and that's the, the, the same thing with, uh, with rich, uh, ripping ships. And that's the same thing with, uh, uh, live breaks. When you, when you look at these, ultimately there are going to be people that are going to chase because they're going to be chasing that each live break, trying to get it, see what they can get in and get out of what they can. Right. But if you build a community and you build it from the ground up and you look after the people, you may not have a thousand different people popping in and changing hands, but you may have 500 people that come in every month for you. And that's the difference. Mm-hmm. hundred percent. And as, yeah. as long as you're there for them, that should be a long, it should go for a long time. And, and everybody wins at the end of the day when that's the case. Right. In the world of business, and it's no different in trucking. It, it's not about the big money here and today. It's about steady money for today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, Richard. Right on guys. Appreciate you coming in again, Richard. And uh, always really good, really good insight. Tell Ian oh, we said hello. Hey. <laughs> Ian, say hi, Ian. Uh, he's Listen getting ready. Little, he's getting ready to I, settle in. He's. Uh, I I hear him watching his nighttime show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, pretty much. My kids hey. watch the same stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. All guys. right, Richard. You have a good night and stay tuned uh, for um, for us to pull the the one pack magic. Sounds great. Alrighty. All right, we're going to pull in the last caller. I think uh, San might we have one one thing to say, a final word. Let's let's see if maybe he's actually want to say something, or if he joined the call queue by mistake. Oh, I think he joined by mistake. <laughs> or oh no, nope, I don't know what's happening there. Hold on. Uh, you know, one of these days, Jason, are you there? One of these days, Jason, I'm going to figure right. out how to use the call queue. It's going to happen. So just like Twitch. I know there's a way to pull people in, and I'm not quite sure how to do it. So I need to close the call queue here so I can do the, the winner. So, all right, guys, we're all wrapped up. That was the show for today. I hope you guys enjoyed learning a little bit about ripping ships, hearing your fellow collector's point of view about ripping ships, uh, as well as the point of view of uh, someone who's done ripping ship recently and just started doing it and why they started doing it. Um, Jason, I know you had, uh, I know you had something to say here at the end. So now's your chance. The stage is yours. Don't oh, drop, baby. Don't, don't, don't drop the ball here. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I definitely, uh, over, overhyped the, uh, oh, geez. for sure. No, it was, um, <laughs> it was in regard to ripping ships, uh, and, uh, with the, the mention of the flood and, and just, uh, all that jazz going on, um, We've been in our temporary setups. It's been causing some delays in ripping ships being sent out. Uh, working on a new solution to ensure that that gets taken care of almost immediately. Um, so we will be putting up the next ripping ships, the appreciation packs. Uh, the note there will be to request not to combine them with other items to ensure that your item goes out uh, the next day um, as will be you'll be getting your tracking number before the rip and ship even starts 
Um, it's just a, a little a little peace of mind from me to you, whoever's uh, listening and has been in one of our ripping ships. Uh, with that said, the celebrations round four uh, is going out uh, tomorrow um, for everyone who also combined it with a couple other days. Um, some people appreciated that because that way they wouldn't have multiple packages showing up on their doorsteps, uh, raising any uh, eyebrows at home. Um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. If Warren is here, he would appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> straight, straight up. Uh, so that was it. That was kind of the little announcement there. Um, you know, we're working on some, some of our software is having a few glitches, uh, trying to work through those. Uh, so Pokemon's having a lot of glitches working through those yeah. <laughs> distributions, having all the glitches working through that. But, uh, like, like we always say too, and Jason says in, we'll always do everything we can and work the extra long hours and push through all of that to make sure that you guys get everything that you order uh, and that we do it as quickly as possible and that we do it as accurately possible. And every box that is shipped from Elite Poke Box is always shipped with love because we appreciate you guys. Oh, like a ton for everything you've uh, done for us throughout this uh, flood situation and for being always uh, epic people and joining in and having uh, so much fun, bringing back uh, all the nostalgia and excitement to this hobby. So now without the further ado, is it the further ado or is it without further ado? (laughs) Asking the wrong guy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll Google it after guys. So I'm going to be pulling up our handy dandy random number generator. And uh, I'm going to be leaving this part in the. I'm going to be leaving this part in the, um, the the call-in recording, so that way you can come back and listen to who won. If you're coming here later after we recorded, so we got. Okay, you know, I definitely got to figure out a faster way of doing these. <laughs> so, all right, first winner. Hold on a second. I'm not going to say it because I remember this would happen last time. I'm going to say it all at the end, guys. So the first winner of one of these – and these first pack magics, man. You never know. You might be pulling yourself a VMAX Mew here in a little bit. Uh, Let me see. I'm just going to save it here, and then we will be good to go. All right. Winner one has been chosen. Winner two has been chosen. Winner three has been chosen. And as long as the chat doesn't change number of participants, we should be good. Number four has been chosen. And the last winner has been chosen. All right. We successfully got through it. (laughs) Who's the chosen ones? Who are the chosen ones? All right. Winner number one is 
Clinton with the fiery Charizard profile picture from 25th anniversary. Winner two is Ryan with himself and an infant in the profile picture. Number three, Steven with his two dogs in the profile picture. Number four, Michael with the Charmando, Charmando, Charmander Lego in the profile picture. And the last winner of the one pack magic for the fusion strike member appreciation packs, which we will be sending an update via email to all the tribe. And I'll be messaging each of the winners uh, personally after this is Nick with the golden pokeball Nick's pokedex in the profile picture. All right, guys, let me get some emojis in the chat here for all of tonight's winners. Uh, Five people. We got Clinton, Ryan, Steven, Michael, and Nick. You guys have all won one pack magic. Again, th- we did not announce this. We did not tell anybody that we were going to do this. It was 100% a surprise for those who showed up to the Monday night when in Kanto episode uh, without being coaxed into coming via any previous messages. We got to know who the real MVPs are. And that's you guys. Thank you so much for coming in to the show tonight. Hope it was informative, hope it was entertaining, and hope you take something away from it. As always, I'm Elite Box John. That's until Um, next time, guys. Have an awesome, awesome night. Peace. Later.